Welcome to the I'm Done Apologizing podcast, where we're creating a community of women who advocate and empower. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're joining us. On this week's episode, we're going to talk about um, a topic that's near and dear to my heart and has been since about grad school, which for those who haven't kept track of my career, has been almost 20 years, which is so hard to believe. Um... So the topic we're going to talk about this week is female bullying. So if you're interested in learning a little bit more, stick around. All right, we're going to start this episode by having you think about your favorite superhero and their counterpart villain or your favorite Disney um, heroine or in their counterpart villain right or some combination of that and so really thinking about the villain piece of it and what the villain does to your favorite character whether that's Iron Man for me in the Marvel world or um in the disney world i am a huge fan of the little mermaid so ursula is the counter villain on uh in that movie so when i think about bullying i think about kind of those movies and those you know they're going to succeed at the end because they're disney i mean they're both disney so um so they're going to succeed we know that they're going to succeed but the the journey to get to the successful ending and the happy ending and forever, you know, happy, well, not forever happy for Iron Man, but I'm not going to ruin it for folks who are, you know, just not in the same Marvel world I am, but I digress. Um, So the villain gets in their head, right? And it makes them doubt um, who they are and maybe their powers or their abilities or their skills or whatever it is that makes them who they are and it makes them doubt that they're as good as they think they should be that they're as successful as they are could be or should be and so i promise this as a point because when i think about female bullying that is the exact same thing that happens with female bullies so when you think about like the backyard right like I don't know if this is a great analogy because I think in today's society it's a little bit different but you think about the backyard bully or the the um playground bully who shoves the nerdy kid into the locker into the um you know trash can or whatever takes their lunch money takes their lunch whatever those things are and um, you know, they're the bully and there's some sort of physical piece to what's happening in those scenarios. We just watched Hocus Pocus this weekend. So I think about, um, when he got his shoes stolen from him, right. And taken from him. So, um, like that's pretty clear and evident, evident bullying that is happening. But with female bullying, research shows that it is very much more geared towards the psychological, the relational aspects of um, relationships or women or um, or the interactions that women have. And so this um, 
bullying type has some a variety of different names to it queen bee syndrome is one name or quiet bullying is another name that you might hear about it um, but really at the end of the day it's female bullying right it's women who are fem- who are bullying one another for um power for position for um maybe as because they were bullied themselves and it's their way to get the power back. So um, I think it's really interesting that I read an article that shared that bullying impacts around one-fifth of all employees during their career. That's a lot of humans who experience bullying, and that's not just women. That's men included in that number as well. But for women, over two-thirds of the women are bullied by other women at work. Two-third. So the next time you're sitting in a room with six women, four of those women have been in some form of a bullying relationship. Now, the victim and the bully can be kind of um, interchangeable sometimes, right? And so we know that some of this is from if someone has been bullied in the past and they get out of that relationship or out of that situation, that sometimes they take on the bully role because they don't ever want to be in that situation again. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they um, experience it over and over and over again because their confidence has been compromised and they're unable how to be resilient and to rebound from those past relationships. And so um, I think that that's really important that it is fluid, that the bully relationship, the bully and the victim can be very fluid roles that folks take um, as uh, they navigate through work scenarios, as they navigate through work situations. Um, You know, I think it's really interesting. I read as well that workplace bullying is four times more likely and prevalent than sexual harassment and racial discrimination. Um, I also know that for female bullying, it is far times, far more um, difficult to prove that it's happening. And so um, it, it really is a challenge for women who are in those relationships. And so you might be thinking like, okay, but I know that women don't love each other, right? Like you hear the the scenarios or the um, expressions from others of like, oh, but all my friends are boys or men or guys, right? Like, oh, I don't really get along with women. Well, there's something to that, right? Because, um, because women can be really horrible to one another. And especially at work, they may have um, different expectations for the same job right? So um, I so I serve in an assistant director role, so I'll use that as an example. example. There might be multiple assistant directors who are in a department or in a division, but they all might have different expectations, even though they might have similar roles based on the relationship with the boss or the person who um, has the authority in those situations. So, um, you know, so I think that's something to really keep an eye out for is when those expectations start to shift or um, become a moving target is what I've used in the past. Um, You also might see this in forms of like public humiliation or scolding. I know um, there was one time uh, where I was on my way out the door from a job and 
um, on um, a very small group, but a group that met every week, um, I was publicly humiliated for some of the work that I had brought to the to the table. Um, and I think for some of my colleagues, that may have been the first time that they saw something I had been expressing for a couple of years um, come to fru- fruition. And so I don't know that I'll ever forget the the looks on the faces of my colleagues in that room, but that public humiliation, that scolding um, is forever embedded in who I am as a professional and who I am as um, as a supervisor and, and how I approach my work. Um, so, so I got interested in female bullying in grad school. So a grad school classmate of mine had shared this book called Odd Girl Out by Rachel Simmons. And um, I purchased it and, you know, like many other grad students just didn't have the capacity or didn't make the capacity for reading a book. And so a few years later, um, I was unpacking my office at a new job, came across this book and thought, I'm going to read this book. And it rocked my world. I mean, like I did presentations on it at a conference. I thought I was going to write a dissertation on the topic. Um, It just really rocked my world. And so um, as I was a chapter advisor for sorority, I saw things playing out in that um, capacity. I mean, I saw some of the strongest women who were elected into positions where they knew they were the authority figure, where others knew they were the authority figure, get bullied by the women in that chapter to the point where we were making phone calls to national headquarters after hours in hopes of catching someone. And when they recognized my number and they knew what was going on. They answered the phone after hours, right? Um, I I just saw it all unfolding in front of my eyes. And so it's continued to take on one of those like close to my heart things where um, I've been a victim of female bullying in probably more ways than I have even recognized, Um, but certainly in working environments. Um, And, you know, sometimes it doesn't always have to be female bullying. Sometimes the bullying can come from the men. Um, But, you know, that's a whole nother podcast probably is just kind of that workplace bullying. But, um, you know, I I think that it's really interesting um, that women don't want to lift one another up, that they don't want to bring them along when they're being lifted up. And so, you know, that's one of the reasons, y'all, I, I started this podcast. I wanted to be able to talk about things that folks aren't talking about. I wanted to be able to empower women to be advocates for one another and not to tear one another down because there's enough of that in our world already. And the folks that we show up to work with every day, those are the ones that need to have our back. Those are the ones that need to be standing up for us when we're not able to stand up for ourselves. Those are the ones that we should be building relationships with that, um, you know, we climb on one another and pull up with us when we climb. So it's been really um, a topic that's near and dear my heart. Um, I know that um, Tina Fey is hilarious, right? She is like probably one of my favorite ever from Saturday Night Live. And she's also, I think, the writer producer. Um, I'm not sure which of the titles or all of the titles maybe for Mean Girls. And I've watched that movie. I own that movie. 
Um, and I struggle a lot being able to watch it because the parts that are funny to others are just not funny to me. Um, you know, on Wednesdays where we wear pink, I intentionally do not wear pink on Wednesdays. I just can't, right? Um, I know October 3rd, which is also my sister's birthday, happy birthday, Amy, is coming up this weekend. And I know that there is a reference of October 3rd in Mean Girls and I I don't love it. I don't like it. I don't quote it. I don't do anything because I just cannot get behind it um, because of the female bullying that happens on a regular basis. And I don't think it's funny. Uh, and now I'm on my soapbox. So, um, but I don't think it's funny. And so I don't um, promote it. Right. So, so a couple of tips um, mentor others, right? Like if you see someone struggling, reach out. You don't have to be a seasoned professional. You don't have to have a senior leadership title or role in your organization to mentor others. You can have peer-to-peer mentoring. Do that. That's amazing. Um, so mentor others and help, like again, pull them up as you climb the ladder as well. Find allies. So that goes back, for me, that goes back to finding your hype squad and figuring out who those folks are. Um, You know, some very formal things that you can do as well is your employee assistance program or um, counseling. So if you are a victim of bullying or if you know that you're a bully and you're recognizing that and you don't know how to get out of that behavior, these are some tools that are helpful that are Um, geared towards providing some more reflection and insight and helping you to be a stronger, more confident, uh, more resilient human being. So your employee assistance program, counseling, um, understand what your HR policies are. Um, You know, not everybody has policies through human resources for bullying, but there might be some harassment policies. There might be some toxic work environment policies. Um, Talk to them about your rights. You know, um, I have a friend who um, took FMLA for um, for personal reasons, not someone who was taking maternity leave, not someone who was um, had a medical um, injury or healing from a surgery, but needed to do some healing of their mental health and of their soul. And so, you know, I think that that is an awesome use of FMLA. So, you know, some time away from a toxic environment, I think is also incredibly helpful. And call others out. It might be really, really scary to do that, or you may not have the authority to do that in your role, or you might get fired or feel like you might get fired if you do that. So again, find those allies, find your hype squad, um, identify ways in which you feel you're being targeted as a bully, and call those out in ways that are comfortable or a semi uncomfortable, but so that others aren't getting away with it, right? Like you don't want folks to continue to get away with it. So the thing that I'm going to leave you with is, you know, if you are a victim of bullying, if you feel as though you're being bullied at work, especially by another woman, find your people, find your people and find your support. And it doesn't have to be other women that are rallying behind you, but find your people. And, um, you know, this is more common 
I hate to say, than we're, uh, than we're aware of. And so find your people, use your voice, um, and you can be a resilient human being and um, find the help and support you need. And as always, if this is something that is causing mental health concerns for you, please reach out to a professional, talk to someone who can help you um, because um, you shouldn't go through this on your own. All right, my friends, thank you so much for tuning in again. Thank you for allowing me to spend some time on my soapbox around female bullying. Um, And, you know, I'm done apologizing for showing up in spaces and being a confident human being. I'm done apologizing for allowing others to control my emotions and my behaviors. I'm done allowing, I'm done apologizing, I'm sorry, I'm done apologizing for um, allowing others to control me. Have a great week, my friends. You are awesome. Thank you for coming along on this journey with me. If you enjoy this topic and know other women who will benefit from this conversation, please pass this along to them. I would also be most appreciative if you hit the subscribe button on your Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to join me on Instagram at at done.apologizing. Thank you for listening, and remember, you are fabulous. You are a badass. You got this, and I'm here for you.